Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of St. Matthias Anglican Church in Katy, Texas. Today's sermon was delivered by Father Jason Grote. May the words of my mouth, the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Ascension Day. The postscript day of the church calendar. The P.S. at the end of a letter, or at least as it is often thought and approached. I mean, Ascension Day isn't approached with the same hoopla of those two other great celebrations we know as Christmas and Easter. On Christmas Eve, we wake up and we look forward to that night. We prepare for that service weeks in advance. Our hearts are are set on that nighttime service. And we feel such a sense of peace when we attend it. On Easter morning, we do the same. We get up early. We put on the the special outfits that we may have purchased and picked out. And we come to church with, with just a little bit more of a spring in our step that day. But on Ascension Day, it's a little bit different. We don't have off work like we do for Christmas. It's never on a Sunday like Easter always is. And if you're honest, like me, you you didn't wake up today and have your first thought be, Awesome! Today is Ascension Day! You probably didn't think to yourself, I just can't wait for service tonight! So, in that way, this seems to be a, a postscript of a day. And after the great resurrection, after Jesus bursts forth and comes out of a grave, anything else might seem to be anticlimactic after that. But this evening, I want you to think about St. Luke's perspective for just a moment. St. Luke is actually the only gospel writer to mention the ascension. The other gospel writers end with Jesus' resurrection in the days following that, but not the ascension. However, St. Luke continues the story, and he continues it not only at the end of his gospel account, but as the opening of the book of Acts, the two lessons that you've actually heard this evening. So St. Luke mentions it twice, and that's an important thought to help shape our understanding and our meditation on the ascension this evening. For while the ascension may be considered a postscript to Christ's earthly dwelling among men, It is also the beginning of something greater. Jesus said to his disciples in the upper room before his crucifixion, It is good for you that I go away. We heard that two Sundays ago from John chapter 16. And then after Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection, we see that, that Luke shows us just how good it was. And by that I mean... By Luke introducing the book of Acts with the ascension of Christ, we see just how good that ascension was and is. For in the book of Acts, Christ goes away. He ascends. And then the promised spirit comes. And the rest of of what Luke records in the book of Acts is the great proclamation and spread of the gospel of Jesus Christ. From Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost parts of the earth, the gospel of Jesus Christ is spread. 
from the twelve to the hundreds of disciples to the thousands of souls on Pentecost to a multitude beyond number across the known world. And even now, nearly 2,000 years later, the light of Christ is ever shining bright. Now, you may have noticed this evening that we extinguished the Paschal candle. We lit it on Easter, symbolizing the light of Christ coming back to life and conquering the darkness of sin and death and Satan. And today we extinguished it after reading that Jesus ascended into heaven, thus symbolizing that his earthly presence has left us. But just because we extinguished the candle, just because Christ ascended, does not mean that Christ is absent. You see, ascended and absent are not to be considered synonyms. The ascended Savior is not the same as an absent Savior. St. Paul is a great testament to this truth. For we know that as he went around to persecute new Christians, he's blinded by the glory of the ascended Christ. And Paul would then go on to be a great champion for the ascended Christ. So the ascended Savior is not the absent Savior. Rather, it is the ascended Savior who is seated on high that conquers the whole world. Not by destroying all men, but by bringing the world to him, as Luke will tell us in the book of Acts. We might remember St. Paul's words in Ephesians chapter 1, where Paul says that God unites all things in heaven and on earth in Jesus We might remember Jesus' own words that in his father's house there's many rooms or mansions, depending on your translation. And I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you might be also. We might remember the great picture of revelation of all nations and of all tongues gathered around the throne singing the same praises. That's the glory. That's the victory. The true victory is the reconciliation of men with God, all in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Christ bringing the world to him. And this victory culminates or commences with Christ ascending back to the Father and sitting on his throne. That where he is, we may be also. Truly, it was good that he go away. For the ascended Christ is the victorious Christ. And in him we are reconciled and united with God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We pray that God's Spirit has spoken to you and blessed you today through this sermon. If you would like to learn more about St. Matthias Anglican Church, you can visit us on the web at www.stmkaty.org.